fresh perspective on business. Bienvenue. With sisters Laura and Emily Leyland. This is episode 51. Oh my goodness, is it nearly our anniversary? Yeah, we're one week away from our anniversary. What are we going to do? Probably record another episode, but we could do something crazy. Oh my goodness, the next episode could be that Kitchen Island meets the thinking. We could do like a plain heads up. <laughs> Talking about Pete and the ambulance and listening to some music, Shut and then we Pete. can have a we can have oh Dave, <laughs> shit! These people don't know about Kitchen Island though. Yeah, what well, they do now? I was just gonna say if you don't know Kitchen Island, Dave. Yeah, you dicks. Yeah, you are massive. Dave dick. from the ambulance. Sorry. Yeah, we don't know who Pete is. Who no, is I don't know who he is. No, <laughs> but we could not do, from the ambulance. But maybe we do like a. He's kitchen. a firefighter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nothing God, to you're do with such it. an idiot getting everything mixed up all the time. <laughs> I know. I really am. But we could maybe do episode fifty-two then. Kitchen Island meets Fresh Perspective on business, and then when the music's on, we can lie down. Yeah, and just chill, like eat some sandwiches and oh, cake. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, for our anniversary on the floor of the studio. <laughs> we'll get a picture as well to send you. But this is not this week. This is next week. Yes, yeah. And Are you Kitchen off next Island? Week? Is it Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah. Right. So back in Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Just thinking. Um, Kitchen Island is that was our radio show until we got sacked from the radio <gasps> for being too risque. Yeah. We can tell you about that next week. All the reasons why we got sacked. Okay. Yeah. Because there's some, some good reasons there. <laughs> yeah. There's some good reasons, and we think it'll get you nice and angry, and you'll be like, "I need to write to Drystone." <gasps> I don't care. Drystone Uh-oh. sacked Uh-oh. us. Drystone sacked us, and then one of the people that worked there liked one of my things on LinkedIn. Like, how dare you? Go away. How dare block you? Block him. How dare you? I think you should block him. Have you found some music to support yeah, but this I don't know episode? If it's the right music. Oh, well, hopefully, the fans of Horrible Bosses will uh, will think so. No idea. I think this is just the mm. bill. It sounds quite nice. Is this the theme tune for Horrible Bosses? Oh yeah. Total fucking asshole. Evil crazy bitch. Bitch shit talk head. Oh wow. Well. <laughs> so we found this because the <laughs> theme of the week, the theme of the week is are you a shitty boss? Or do you work for a shitty boss? <laughs> yeah, or do you know a shitty boss? <laughs> How many shitty bosses can you get into a mini? <laughs> I need to How many shitty bosses off. does it take to make me. you want to resign? <laughs> <laughs> Only one. Yeah. Are we shitty bosses? No. We were, I think on another episode though, we were talking about us hating managing and then Ronnie was like in a, a praise. <gasps> oh, she said, I was listening to your podcast about you not liking managing. Oh, what did she say? What did she actually say? About you not wanting to manage anymore or something like that. And we were like, shit. <laughs> we forget. Oh, I'm crying already. Why? Oh, it's it might have been when I said when I said I contacted my old boss and I said since having my own people to manage, I yeah. realised how much of a headache we can be. Yes. and then I apologised to him and then he said, "Well, you weren't that bad. No, I wasn't that bad. I just did certain things." What did he say about yeah? I just Which cried he did. sometimes and shagged the resources. 
<laughs> we definitely mentioned that. I'm getting yeah. Yeah, we Did he say he had other people who were drug addicts? Yeah, someone headbutted someone on a night out, team night out in Manchester. Someone got caught in the toilets somewhere snorting coke. And someone tried to set up a recruitment business while working for him and tried to steal his staff and his clients. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I did not do any of those things. No, exactly. You just... You just know, got emotional. Just, yeah, and just got in, got amongst another person. Yeah, which I then married and then he turned out to be a wanker and now got divorced. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Story actually happily ever after. <laughs> With Dave. <laughs> With Dave from the ambulance. Not Pete the firefighter. No, we don't know who he she is. She is interested in polygamy though and would happily have both Dave and Pete. I would. <laughs> I can have a uniform. <laughs> yeah, so we thought we'd do this because we... We're really interested in company culture, like retention, I suppose how people treat their staff in general because we do recruitment very differently. So hopefully you know what we do by now because we are 51 episodes in, which is almost a year. 51 (laughs) times. (laughs) We do talk about it a lot, but we do recruitment really differently. So we don't just sort of sit outside your organisation, throw you some CVs, hope that you like one and Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. It's not like that, is it? No, definitely not. No. I don't know who. What were you going to say? I was going to say... when we said we, people should know what we do because we told them 51 times, we've also told them 51 times that to we're sisters. Us. Oh, yeah. And someone messaged me recently on LinkedIn who said he's listening to podcasts and wanted to know if we were sisters or if we'd changed our names for the summit. Is that my funny or I think maybe he just listened to one, though. Maybe in that one we didn't mention it. That's what I hope. Who would change their names just for the purpose of a podcast? I'm not sure. Oh, my God. I read... You know when you say, I've changed my name via Deepol? Yeah. How do you think you spell it? It's Deepol. Yeah! <laughs> I read it in a book and I was like, what? I thought Not it was Deepol. it like that though. Deepol. Yeah, D-E-E-P-O. Like Deepol. Yeah, like, yeah. And then I read it and I was like, Deepol? What the fuck is this? And I was like, oh. Oh. I've been saying it wrong, but yeah. Ow, wing. I've been saying it wrong all this time. You know, but everyone else says it fast though. So Deepol. Deed Paul. Yeah. No one says Deed Paul. No. no one says that. I'm doing it by Deed Paul. No, it's too... It's, it, that extra D adds so much time. Oh my goodness, it, it's an extra syllable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's got time I, for I extra also syllables. To, I also wanted to add that this is called... This is about being a shit boss. We aren't doing it because we're shit bosses. We come across a lot of shit bosses. Yeah. Many, not a lot. So. Not literally. But we find them and we <laughs> work with them. them. But we no, but we've questioned ourselves sometimes. Like when when shit hits the fan and, and things, you know, go a little um haywire. We we can think that, you know, are we shitty bosses, are we bad managers? And I think it's good that we get that sort of reflection because then we can look at what we can do better. Mm. Can't we? Yeah. But yeah, it's really important too, because we don't think it's just recruitment is just about sticking a plaster on something it's more about figuring out what the root cause of your problem is like why people are leaving have you got bad management are you not reviewing people you're not supporting them all that kind of stuff because you kind of need to look at why people are leaving why people are unhappy why you've got bad company culture if you do before you start recruiting and we can help with all that we do like recruitment audits recruitment director stuff we can look at your business from the inside Mm. out Employee engagement surveys, people are scared of those, but it's okay, we can help, we can make it safe. Yeah, we'll only tell you the stuff you want to hear if Uh, you don't I saw a post on LinkedIn, a guy called Lewis um, posted today about customers and he's like, you know, if we just did what customers, said what customers wanted to hear, we'd probably further on as a business, (gasps) Um, but because we don't, I'm fine with that, 
because the ones that we have will listen to us and we say they're doing things wrong or they need to change things. They're our kind of people. The ones that don't want to know about things they can change and make better because they're too precious and not mm. our kind of people. Is, this Lewis, is it Lewis Kemp, the marketing dude? Yeah, I really liked yeah, it. It really I resonated. Do. And he's like, customers are not always right. Very they're rarely, not. bullshit. Yeah, very rarely are they right because otherwise, why would they have asked for your help? Mm, but we do know one client, don't we, whose customers are always right and he puts customers before anything oh, else yeah, God. but then he doesn't like really he's a put his, yeah he doesn't mean really a traditional recruiter stereotypical bad recruiter not all recruiters are bad <laughs> wow well, but a lot of information I in know. one second yeah but yeah he um he thinks that customers are much more important than anything else but then sacrifices the well-being the anything to do with his staff and then staff leave all the time and he actually doesn't mind when people leave because he just replaces them like they're just objects but that you can imagine how the actual staff who are staying there feel like the reputation what people are saying about them it's not good is it no and it's not good he unfortunately doesn't want to hear about what we think is... And we don't go, this is shit, that shit, you crap at this. We, we try to say, right, what can we improve? What things can we change? Let's do a survey to find out what people like or don't like. Then you've got the information and you can do something with it. And it's the same with other clients. Like Sometimes they don't want to hear it when we're like, look, we've got to be flexible. You're being, you know, What you want is not, is not out there on the marketplace. It's actually impossible, so it needs to be flexible. And they don't want to be... Or, we tell them that, you know, to do certain things or to not do certain things in interviews and like, no, no, we've always done it this way and then people don't accept their offers and like, why they don't accept their offers? It's your fault. Because they're bad candidates and like, no, but it's actually no, it's not. not. If you just made things better, listen to our advice. Sometimes I feel like saying to them, what, what are you paying us for? I feel like you're just throwing your money out the window because you're not listening to any of our advice. Not using your favourite job better. No, and I think just kind of looping it all back, it's like, when the, we say, well, I know we're being silly calling them shit bosses, <laughs> some people are, but some people just aren't. It's just a really silly way of saying it. But they don't have to be that way if they just listen to a tiny little bit of advice. That the tiny little changes that they could make that would be easier and really cheap, if not free of charge, um, would make them great bosses. Absolutely. I think just some, before we start to move on, some things that you can do, just while we still get your attention because we're only 10 minutes in, by the way, follow us, is <laughs> things like reviewing. So definitely have really regular one-to-ones, monthly if you can, um, have uh, appraisals, but do them sort of bi-yearly, bi-yearly, bi-annually. Annually, yeah, that's twice a year. Anyway, you meant both Thank you. Yeah, very good. Um, and also have some kind of like instant sort of messaging thing so that people can contact you at any time. They can reach out, have someone they can talk to within your business, and and I suppose have like HR or somewhere people can go and and have a conversation externally or something like that because there is a lot of things that you can do but if you're unsure about what's going wrong like we can help you with that we could do like an anonymous survey or something like that and then figure out what to do so there are if you're thinking I don't even know where to start then a survey would really really help you out because a lot of people some people won't be honest on it some people are a bit scared but the majority will an anonymous survey and then you can actually start to figure out what the hell's going on and put some things in place because it isn't actually that hard and Laura says sometimes free but not obviously the instructors because we aren't mugs yeah but free things things that will make a difference so on our journey through social media and obviously doing the work that we do and speaking to candidates speaking to bosses are just general human people People like to feel valued and important and cared about. Those are the main things of any human person and any employee. And so I know it might be difficult if you've got a huge, ginormous business, but it just would take more effort. But learn the names of all your employees. Oh, even very if you've good. Never this met is them. free. 
because you might not have interviewed them. You might have people underneath you that do all the interviews for you if you're a big bad boss. And but learn the names of them and and make an effort to get to know them. Um, if they've got children, what are the children's names? What do they like doing outside of work? And then when you actually do come across them in the corridor on the factory floor, ask them how's you know John your son or oh how's it going with your football just little questions and it it, be, it isn't gonna be easy but it's free and it'll have such an impact oh yeah and you could even have name badges so that like not just like for you as the big boss but just so colleagues and stuff can actually like talk to people especially in the bigger businesses because it yeah. is difficult to remember but just little things like that because there's and they might, I mean when, when we worked at the place before we had fresh there was about 250 people there in the end and so there's no way you could remember everyone's names and then me and Laura would recruit people. We'd see their picture on LinkedIn and we'd obviously have conversations and then we'd see them in a corridor and wouldn't recognise them. So we'd be like, Who, who's that? Oh, you actually find me a job. Shit! Whereas if we had a name bad job, like, that would really help. We need to update picture on LinkedIn, please. Yeah, because that is definitely not you. That's you when you're about 50 and not a six-pack. <laughs> then, I suppose, and what this brings us on to is the opposite side of the problem. Can you be too nice? And I think this is where me and Laura fall into. Can you be too supportive, too on hand, too available for your team? And then you've kind of met with a whole host of different problems. And I think mm. we've we've kind of fallen down that because we wanted to create this culture where people didn't fear coming to work. They couldn't wait to come on a Monday morning, even if they had an heavy weekend on the booze. And they didn't feel anxious. And they were like, yeah, I really want to go in there. But then when sort of targets get missed, goals get missed, and then we've obviously got to come down on them, that's when it can feel really awkward because we've created this such a lovely environment. So there's probably other people out there who have done the same, most likely in smaller companies where you want to really protect the sort of vibe. But I do think that's been... Um, kind of say issue never been bad management it's just a bit too nice isn't it yeah and I think if we went back what we would change now that we know more because we've never done this before so we've had to pick it up and just wing it most yeah. of the time which we are good at winging things but um, it's 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 not picking them up we, I wouldn't change anything about our niceness but I'd blend in a bit more um, what's the word not not consistency. consistency in terms of picking them up and letting them know when things are not acceptable or things have gone wrong instead of letting it slide and then eventually we have to deal with it it's a bigger problem I would yeah. just be like hey you've not done that can you do it and if you don't do it again like listen do you think it's accepted you know yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be in a horrible way because if it's done more regularly it isn't as harsh doesn't feel is it? As <gasps> yeah, yeah but when it's left and then everyone's irate you're like bang if yeah. this is the big issue we need to fucking talk about it right now Yeah. Um, whereas if you're like hey you've missed that why have you missed it can you just make sure that you don't again and then if they miss it then you're like hey you missed it again come on this isn't acceptable and it's that constant stuff alongside the niceness instead of avoiding doing that because of the niceness yeah. it's just doing both in parallel regularly and consistency um, and consistently and I think because it then is regular and consistent on the harsher side holding people to account it isn't as bad or as scary because it's expected. Yeah, I think it's a really, a really good point. And if anyone else out there is listening, like we have, we've been doing this for five years at Fresh. And I think a big part of why I wasn't very consistent and stuff with targets is because I came from a recruitment environment and I was hit over the head with targets. If you didn't, if you don't hit your targets, a lot of the time in agencies, you do get sacked 
And so for me, sacked. trying to you sacked, <laughs> trying to give my team targets, I fe- naturally felt guilty. But it was previous guilt, and I was like, oh god, I can't, I can't give them targets. Ah, uh, like, yeah. So you're projecting. So I'm projecting yeah. massively, like how I felt about targets. I mean, and then we tend to we try and call them something different. Like we were speaking to HR the other day, and we, we were thinking about calling them commitments. Like I commit to do this today, and this is what I'm, I want to achieve from it, which makes it softer because I do think the terminology can invoke fear in people. But, also, but it was that sort of previous shit that I'm bringing to the table yeah yeah no I completely get that and probably a little bit of that probably came from me as well because we've both been in agencies yeah and, and I've you know been threatened literally bought a house and it was for a month after I didn't do any I didn't hit my target financially and they're like wow if you don't hit your target next month you're gone I'm like you're on your wow. Yeah. wow wow okay. but I think talking about making them into so target is something you aim for yeah but you don't always get your aim if you're if you're thinking of a dartboard your target is the middle but yeah. I've never got it I mean maybe one fluky got it in the middle but you just and then you go out and you're like oh well, I didn't get the bullseye but I got 20 yeah but I did everything I possibly could yeah. to get it it's that that's that's the difference it's not that we're gonna and I, I, that's what I don't think you get in recruitment like if you consistently miss it doesn't matter if you're working all day and all night you'll probably get sacked in the end whereas we mm. wouldn't do that to our team and I think that's the difference but a lot of them I do think yeah targets and stuff has been the one of the biggest issues for us and it's that consistency because we'll set them and then we'll be like oh but we are changing that now aren't we yeah and I think what I was going to say that the thing about talking about it being a commitment and a promise is that you don't break promises and commitments targets if you use an aim but you might not always get it because it's just a target to aim for mm. but a commitment and a promise that's what you're going to do to get there isn't it but I think you promise something it's not like you just aim to do the promise, do you? You just yeah. you promise to do it. It's I'll try and word where it's just a bit of an effort and yeah, not you actually. Try, I'll try and get that bullseye. I'll aim for it. It's my target. Yeah, I'll but keep I smashing darts it. into the dartboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the when you think about it like that, since last week, I'm like, the terminology is wrong. Like yeah. a goal as well. A goal is something to aim for. If you're thinking about it like in football. Yeah. But you don't always get it in the goal. You try. But you might not always get your aim right. Yeah, a lot of stuff Whereas goes wrong in the process. Whereas a promise is more, you only promise really doing things if you've got no intention of breaking it. Yeah, so we need to get rid of those two words because I don't like them. Go in the bin with try. Yeah. Yeah, we'd, we ban try from the office. <laughs> Although we say it and then we're like, ah! But we on the try, end, I try hair in my eye, which is not great. But we, um, so we're a full girl gang at the moment, as you probably know, unless you knew, and then we're a full girl, girl gang, just, just clap <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> now you know, but we hired our first boy. Oh my God, she said it. I know. So we've had, a, we've had a token boy for a while, Lenny, but he literally does fuck all work. He's so. the worst. Honestly, if it wasn't your son, we'd have sacked him by oh, now. Oh yeah, definitely. See, we're ago. such we're such bad bosses. <laughs> we keep the dead ward. Lenny is dead ward. I mean, he just doesn't do anything. He creates a bad, negative, intense atmosphere. Yeah. He shouts. Yeah. He, sh- <laughs> he shouts. He gets hairs everywhere. He doesn't, do his, he doesn't do his job. No, he leaves food lying round. Leaves all his stuff everywhere. He doesn't Never bark at the appropriate people. No. Yeah, but barks at the wrong kind of people. Yeah, he's just a bit of a knob. By the way, he's a dog. He throws shit. He does. Everyone. Oh, he's so manipulative. Like he's desperate for a career in acting, so he's constantly playing this sort of battered dog piece. And it's just, yeah, it's just horrendous. Like this morning, he came in and ate some dried up food that was in his bowl. This is raw dog food from yesterday, like a tiny little bit. And I was like, oh, like, like, oh goodness me, there's nothing else in my bowl. So I went and got him some fresh, lovely food to which he just sat back and watched. Where, what, what is he trying to achieve in that? I don't know. I just think he's he's just gaslighting you all it's the just time. Just a knob. Yeah. yeah, he's not a very nice person. 
Is this what my uh, future children might be like? No, he's just because he, he just doesn't want to come to work. I think I, know he doesn't I don't think he accepted work. the job. I think he just gets brought to, <laughs> to the workplace. He's like, I declined this offer. Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here four years later? <laughs> Help oh, me! No. And then when someone comes, he's like, take me away. Not A million miles away from oh, here. God, um, me oh, God, Oh, I emailed the phone people and Stuart, the IT person. Um, this week, so we got we we were gonna hire two new boys. Changed our mind. I said, um, please come. Just one boy. Please, come. one is enough. <laughs> two yawning. at once is probably too much for Sorry, us. Sorry, dear listener. Um, <laughs> email and say, hey, we've got two new people. Can we add two new users to the phone system? And email back saying, yeah, no worries there, but I think there's a problem with the email because these are male names. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Oh my goodness, we've got Ben who's going to be starting, um, and we hope we're looking for another boy as well. So, if there's any boys out there that you think you could handle us at Fresh, you've sales, got some recruitment sales experience, boys. sales extraordinaires, people who aren't scared of the phones. Like, if you are, don't don't come and join us. But I've got real <laughs> hard dogs. Hopes. If you're scared of phones and dogs, it's not going to suit you. No, it won't work. And at girls, all. no, you'll just get loads of shit, yeah, and it'll just be awful for you, yeah. So, don't, and also don't pretend that you do. But yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to Ben. I think, I do think that, and this is stereotypically, I'm holding up. What are these in speech quotation marks? Yeah, yeah, and um, I do believe that a lot of men are stereotypically more resilient than women, whereas I think it needs to be built more in girls. And I'm only I can only do that from my own experience. In I've had to really work hard on my resilience, and sometimes it gets shot to shit, and it's like rebuilding right from nothing, from scratch each time. Whereas I think guys are just naturally a little bit more not everyone obviously not everyone well, please. Like naturally tougher yeah like more resilient like you know look at Pete and Tom and stuff and it's like literally they just don't get anxious about stuff and I'm not some men will do but I can't see Ben being bothered about any stuff like that I can imagine him just being like yeah let's just get on with it taking feedback really well and just I think that's maybe something be nice. to do with when they're like children and I'm going back to when I was a child if this is different now don't kill me because I don't have any children um but like when we, we're giving Barbies and like tiny tears to look after and mm. they're giving like action men of course they are but have you seen Joe, the going saving the world Babe, and... it's still the same it's still oh, the same today like you look so... at like the emblem you know the motifs on tops and stuff and it's very much like we're still we still live in it I mean I honestly thought that the pink and blue shit because we we're talking about like non-binary and stuff was actually dying out and then all these gender reveal things of just almost like let's pop the balloon it's either blue or pink they're cough alarm. What's dentist alarm calls. For? This is going to be for tomorrow. <laughs> On the way to... Um... Ellen's got to go to the dentist. You forgot she had a podcast. Honestly, I can't find the dentist. <laughs> and it's absolutely derogatory because I'm... I can't... Because I can't find the dentist that'll take me on at the moment, and it's ridiculous. It's hard work. They've all emailed each other a picture of her saying, "If this girl comes in, tell her you've not got any room." <laughs> like pub watch. <laughs> <laughs> She's trouble. I need to see what picture it is. <laughs> Troublemaker. They are a troublemaker. But yeah, it's it's still there. Like it, I hate gender reveals. I can't stand the pink and blue stuff because it just absolutely puts puts people into boxes, and then they conform to that box. And it's just, I just think it's it's a massive shame because you shouldn't have to be put in a box should be the person that you want to be if you want to go in that box and you want barbie and you want pink fine but you i hate the fact that we lead people into yeah, it it's, it's still like, really like that. at a young age girls are taught to be nurturing and guys are taught to be tough yeah so they're gi joe they're ken action dolls action man yeah and then we've got tiny tears and bloody wheeze and it's nappy yeah cabbage patch dolls and uh, barbie it's shit babe it's, barbie's just everything's pink what you see? I think you're making a really know. good point. This is why. Maybe that. Could, I mean, it won't be like why for everybody, but the seeds are planted, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, and it's just not nice. It's really, really not nice. 
But, you know, it's just one... I mean, we're, we're 23 minutes in now. We, I mean, we, this is another episode. Have we gone off the Subject pigs? for another time. Again. Yeah. But I think, overall, like, obviously, this episode was... <laughs> it wasn't to give you shit, saying you were a shitty boss. It's supposedly... The title is eye-catching to make you think, am I? Am I doing... Can could I, I be better? better? Could I be yeah, better? Yeah, could I be yeah. better? Because everyone can be better. Me and Laura absolutely can be better, and we're constantly trying to improve. Oh, yeah. And do you know what? Sometimes we probably are shitty bosses, but I would say the majority we are nice. No, absolutely, And it, yeah. can, and it fluctuates. You're never going to be the best boss ever all the time because we talk about um, your team members and your employees being humans and wanting to be valued you are humans too and things will change how you feel on a daily basis and things like that so you will slip up because you're a human person but overall you want to be a good boss no one wants to be a shitty boss you just might be on some days yeah absolutely (laughs) and if you want some advice or whatever on on how I suppose things are structured at the moment what you can do differently a good place to start get in contact with us we'll happily give you some advice because we love helping companies do stuff like this I mean if you've got a great company culture then that is mint you're smashing it but it can always be better as Laura says so yeah please follow us if you're not already you'll make us very happy ladies and we will be back next week for our (gasps) what is it anniversary anniversary edition special anniversary edition are we going to dress up yeah, yeah, and then get a picture of us eating cake on the floor. Okay. Yeah, that's not, that's what I'm doing throughout there. But we'll put we'll we'll put some songs on. We'll put some like I don't know. We'll random. have to figure out how to do it now. You've said it. I know. Well, I'm going to ask Jake at Creative Individuals how we would do the music because I think you could. Yeah, I think we could do it. She needs to figure it out. I'll have to ask him. We will do. Okay. Goodbye. Ta-ra.